You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Mod Advisor and are able to give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. It's going to be a great year in 2022 at Florida Risk Partners now that IPFS is in the game with their total pay strategy, we can write excess and surplus lines and completely remove the agency bill from our agency. People, if you're not using total pay by IPFS, you're definitely leaving money on the table. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Having partners like Mineral only bolsters the fact that your clients do not care about the insurance. It's all of the value that you're able to add. And with partners like Mineral who can help with both HR and environmental health and safety, we can't help but win. This is Power Producer Shop Talk. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Power Producers Podcast, where we are refining and redefining the sales game, and we are starting a new series of Shop Talk episodes with my man, Clayton Wood from CB Wood Financial up in the Charlotte area. Don't let that fool you, people. This guy's a killer in all 50 states, and he is going to be an outstanding resource for all of you PNC producers out there in the middle market that have nobody to refer benefits to this guy right here can handle whatever you got coming his way. He's been a guest on the power producers podcast full version. And we got great feedback from that episode. So I decided we needed to bring him back and just deep dive a little bit into what it is that his firm does and specifically how they can help agents like me and you not only get more business, but also retain the accounts we have by creating more stickiness. Probably the longest intro I've ever done for anybody (laughs) on the podcast. Take a breath. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. But what's up, man? Clayton, give everybody just, we don't need to dive deep because I think everybody should go back and listen to the original episode too. Just give them the 10,000 foot overview and then let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah, so like David said, uh, Kyle, David, and I have partnered up to just to make you guys dangerous to understand that employee benefit uh, language. So when you do have an opportunity to come up, well, we're able, we're here to help, and you know what to talk about. But uh, like David said, Clayton Wood, CB Wood Financials, the company, uh, we're right outside the Charlotte area, but we work in all fifty states uh, because of this whole COVID world and everyone moving to Zoom. I mean, we're. We're definitely doing that with with all of our clients. And, you know, some of the big ones we still do go see in person, but uh, a lot of the stuff we do over Zoom, which is which is great. Uh, we typically what we've done is we found this weird niche in in the healthcare industry where companies with maybe 50 employees to 500 employees, they're they're large enough where their claims really matter in their rates, but they're too small to take on some of these strategies the large, large companies have. So we've kind of dissected those large company strategies to allow these companies 50 plus to 
fifty to five hundred to work on. So, uh, yeah, we're here today to talk about that, how the cost of the structure of a health plan, and give you some examples. But uh, any thoughts there? Do you want me to jump right in, or no? Do you want- I mean, I think yeah. Let's just go ahead and set the table because we're going to take people down the the lane. We're going to start at the ground and build the foundation and give them the tools that they need to be able to identify opportunities on the streets. And, you know, I, I can't say that Kyle has this same experience. He has to some degree, but I've got pretty deep experience in cross-selling benefits against, you know, with workers comp inside of all of my relationships, because it's something I've been charged to do since my very first I would say my experience with that comes from the PEO world. Um, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It would be along those lines. And I mean, obviously the stuff that we have done in the past here, but, you know, not. I I was trying to think like from not 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 extensive for sure. And I mean, when I was doing it in, you know, with with COAD, um, we had a, a, you know, a, a resident benefits expert that I would bring along with me to talk benefits. Like I knew enough to be dangerous and, you know, could talk to people about some of the differences and it's, it's been a while now. So, you know, probably pretty rusty as far as that stuff goes, but, um, but yeah, I, I agree that it, you know, very similar along the lines of the workers comp and it just kind of went hand in hand. So yeah, let's get into it. Right. Right. So at the end of the day, I feel like when, when I miss the cross selling opportunity, it's just because I don't, I don't know your guys' world as much as you guys do. So when you when you're talking about workers' comp or liability, I don't know what to hear and listen for. So I can say, oh, I have a solution for that. Let me bring in a partner for it. So that's really the goal here is to to explain that. And David mentioned prior to us getting on this how common or how uh, related a health plan is to that workers' comp. At the end of the day, it's all managing claims. That's all it is. Uh, just like your workers' comp, you're going to have administration costs to help manage claims. It's about, for health insurance, it's about 15% of the cost. Uh, employers, they're going to buy stop-loss insurance. Fully insured carriers buy stop-loss insurance to protect their profits. They just don't tell you because they give you that fixed rate. And then really that last 60% bucket is your claims. Your stop-loss rates are off of what how you claim. So really 85% of your policy rates are determinate from those claims. So really when you, the goal here is listening to your clients and say, hey, if you hear them say there's a cancer on our plan, or we have a high cost prescription on our plan, or our rates keep going up and up, those are the things you need to listen for. Because at the end of the day, every single broker can tell you what's wrong. They'll tell you you're getting older, you're getting sicker, your medical trends up this year. They'll make up some benchmarking strategy to show that, hey, you need to accept the renewal rate because there's no other better rate. One out of 100 brokers actually know how to fix it and have proven results doing it. So uh, the goal here is just to give you guys some some examples on how to manage those claims to keep your costs low for your clients. Hold on a second, Clayton. Are you talking about PNC or benefits? Because I could swear (laughs) you're talking about the exact same things that PNC producers deal with, right? I mean, it's a hundred percent the 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 same, you know. And when you talk about things that you could be hearing, you know, ex- experience mod issues, or I've got this guy that's really milking the system, right? It, usually, that's the kind of stuff you're going to hear, and that should be that should be the red flag. If somebody says, "Ah, oh, man, I'd, I'd love to be able to meet with you, but I got this guy that's out. He's milking the system on this comp claim." Blah blah blah. Ding 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 ding. That should be like. The lady from one eight hundred acts Gary could on there, and uh, and I. 
Kyle, Kyle loves that. <laughs> Roz ain't scared and confused Roz. anymore. Yeah, but seriously, it, that's what you, you that should be like a glaring signal that there's an opportunity there. I'm going to tell you PNC agents this because Clayton may not um, draw this conclusion, but if you hear somebody complaining about your their experience mod or your client has an issue with their experience mod and you don't handle the benefits for them, those are things you need to be starting to dig into because those are opportunities for you to, to determine whether or not this is a good op, you know a good benefits opportunity for you as well because there is a direct correlation between bad benefits plans and bad workers comp experience which is why I think this is a great relationship to be able to refer business back and forth with Clayton because you know we mm. need we need an outlet for that yep I think there in People think that this is very difficult to do. The and I, I think it's so funny because it's so true in the healthcare industry. I'm not sure about workers' comp, but 80-20 rule is so real. So 20% of your employees are 80% of your claims. So last year there was a study done. The average per employee per year cost for an employer for healthcare was $14,542. Okay. Very expensive. So if you look at let's just round it to 15 to make numbers real. That means 20, 20 of your employees or 20% of your employees are costing you $60,000 a year. 20 employees. Your other 80, if that for a 100 employee company, 80 of the employees cost you $3,700, $3,750 a year. That's it. Don't focus hmm. on the 80. You focus on the 20 and your entire man plan is managed. You only have to focus on 20% and you can lower the cost of plans. You can improve benefits. And again, I, compare that to workers' comp. I'm not sure. Does that... Does that kind of ring true on that side too? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know that with comp, if I think that with comp, it's more obvious who your problem children are, right? I think probably, and you can correct me. You're you're welcome to tell me that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard on air. I really don't care because it's been a long time since I've done this, and you know that I've been you know referring stuff out for the last several years. But um, I, I think with benefits, it's not always readily available to the employer as to who the claims are and what they are, or do is that, has that changed where you can actually get it? And maybe in the self-insured or partially self-insured world, it's a little bit different, but I can just remember it was always, there was always a line you had to dance around with HIPAA as to what yeah. you were allowed and what you weren't allowed to know. Whereas with workers comp, we get loss runs. It tells you everything, right? We have data to the day. If you're fully insured, you'd never see any data. You'll know nothing. You may okay, get okay. So yeah, so that and that's that's what I was yeah that's what I was day. getting at. Mm -hmm. That yeah that's what I was getting at is you know if if you have a client who's on a normal health plan, they're not going to have the same kind of data and ability to control the claims cost as to what they would have if they were on a program similar to what what you implement, right? Correct. What and you're doing, yeah, what you're doing is is probably more closely aligned with the workers comp piece because because of that data would be the only difference you and i have already talked about this policy structure and all of that other stuff very very similar between how a workers comp policy is built and how a health plan is built mm -hmm. so when we're getting data on a daily basis we can proactively manage claims we can proactively manage those so the uh, the other side of the the industry where 75 80 percent of brokers have you they, they can't fix your problem until year end when they have a renewal and all they're doing is spreadsheeting and pointing to the lowest number on the spreadsheet. So when we get data on a daily basis I and mean, we're, we're significantly managing claims. 
easy, quick example. One of my new clients, they had an employee have cancer. That claim increased them $250,000 in premium rates. Okay. We managed the claim. We got, now the employee has free care, free premiums, free out-of-pocket costs, everything free. Company saved $200,000. So again, just by having enough strategies in your toolbox, you could deliver a significant amount of savings for clients just by being able to know how to do it. So, uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many strategies, every single claim that comes on a plan, there's a strategy for, and it's just finding those benefit consultants that have figured it out, which again, very far and few between. Yeah. No, I mean, look, man, it's no different again. I'll probably say this a thousand times over the next you know, four episodes, but it's exactly the same in the property and casualty world. You know, I would question how many people who do what we do actually go in and review claims, look at adjusters notes, look at to see whether or not the medical bills have been reviewed. If they have, how many, how many dollars of savings are in there? You know, because ultimately, even though the rates are the rates for workers comp in my state, the experience mod is what fluctuates. And that's the stuff that has a big impact on the mod. It's amazing. I mean, it's not just, and then the other thing is from a selfish perspective, which I know nobody would ever accuse insurance agents of being selfish, right? But from a selfish perspective, it also has a, a big effect on the profitability of your agency in terms of your contingency bonuses, because a lot of that is driven off of your loss ratio. And if you don't have medical bill review happening to try and drive down the cost of those claims, and you're not looking at reserving practices to make sure that the reserves are in line, then what's going to happen? You're going to have an overinflated total incurred when it's time for profit sharing to be calculated. And you ain't going to get it because you haven't done your job for the entire year of making sure that those costs are being contained as best as possible. Right, right. And I, I think it's a little different in the health insurance industry with those contingency bonuses with profitability and clients. Oh, yeah, no, let me be very, very clear, area. people. I'm talking to you about managing workers' comp with those carriers in property and casualty that will give you a contingency bonus based on volume, new business growth, and loss ratio. Right. I was not speaking about benefits in any way, shape, or form. I'm simply drawing the correlation that you have a large chunk of money every year available to you in the form of your contingency for how your agency performs. And it is not something as simple as spinning the wheel of fortune and landing on a number. You have to manage that loss ratio all year long. You have to look at reserves. You have to look at medical bill review, everything involved. And so that's what I was saying. So thank you for making sure mm -hmm. we're very, very clear on that. So and there's this just where you're getting to, there's this huge misalignment of interest between the carrier, brokers, and the employer. Huge misalignment. It's And the carrier, because of the Affordable Care Act, they can make 15 to 20% of premium, a percentage of premium. Brokers make 5% of premium. So what is their incentive to manage your claims? Because at the end of the day, if you claim more, you get an increase. Well, an increase means an increase in pay in the carrier and your broker. So bringing on a transparent broker that says, hey, we don't make a percentage of anything. Hey, we build a plan that as much as we possibly can, nobody's double dipping in profits and just charge a flat consulting fee across the board. It's just, it creates this transparency where you're on the same team. And even diving farther than that, what we've done is we actually don't quote for clients anymore for, or for prospects anymore. 
what we've done is we've said, hey, look, send us your monthly bill. We're going to guarantee you a savings rate. So let's say they spend a million bucks. We'll guarantee just for round numbers, 200,000 in savings. Okay. We say, we'll, we'll do a 30-day project to build you a plan that saves you $200,000 and we're going to charge 10% of that. They hand us a $20,000 check. And at the end of that project, if we don't reach that 200,000 savings, we write you the check right back. And, or if you hire us as your broker of record, we also give it back. So it's a win-win solution. Transparency is there. It guarantees a saving rate and it allows you to, for them not to divorce their broker and marry you the next day. It kind of gives you a dating solution. So, well, but it gets you paid for your time too. And that's one exactly. of the biggest things. And you know, this from listening to the podcast as a listener, you got to know what you're worth and what your hourly rate is. You know, right. if you're going to be a professional advisor to somebody, you're not going to go do those kinds of case studies for no cost. Right. Right. I may opt to do, I may opt to do that in my agency in the form of an experience modification analysis. But even if we do that as a complimentary service on the front end, I always make sure that I identify what the value of that product is. Mm -hmm. And I always say, look, I'll do the cost analysis for free, which is where we create that guaranteed savings rate. But the reason you do that is, is to see if you're wasting your time or not. Because if you, if you guys see insurance rates, are just so cheap that you know, you can't beat them, then you're wasting your time by quoting. Right. So we just, we just walk away because you say, Hey, look, stay with the plan that you're doing now. You have great rates. You're actually underpaying for health insurance. And until we'll monitor until you get there, until we, until you get to the cost savings or the cost mm -hmm. increases that that require cost containment strategies. So well, and, and what you described is what we talk about all the time too with clients about how the workers' comp payment model is is is, is totally backwards. It's like agents are getting paid for their clients to perform worse and have more claims. It doesn't really make any sense. So we use that in conversation, you know, to your point in full transparency with with our prospects, you know, and, and that's how we set up the, um, the, the, you know, the fee structure payment plan with them because it just makes more sense. It's like, why should I get paid more for you to have a bunch of claims? It's crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've always said that why, if your experience mod goes up and your workers comp premium rises 50% as a result, your agent just got a 50% raise due to your misfortune. So you're doing yeah. essentially what we do with, with right. the transparency and compensation and fee-based model. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Well, do you want me to go into a couple of these strategies now, or do you want to like some of the well, strategies we have? This, or... Before we go into the strategies, let's wrap, let's wrap this one up. And, and I want you to wrap it up by talking just quickly about how, how could you, if I were a PNC producer and I'm sitting at the table with somebody and let's just say we hear the buzzword about benefits, you know, whatever that, let's just say that this, this producers listen to all four of these shop talks and they're ready to go because they they're prepped. They realize this is a new revenue stream for their agency, but the, the client has questions, right? That's probably the biggest fear of a producer is when somebody says, well, that's great that you've got somebody, what would they do about this? What would they do about this? What are just a couple of quick talking points that a producer can have to set the table the right way for you, but to keep them from having to answer too many <laughs> questions? Cause you've already heard, man, I can, I can talk about what I knew 15 years ago, but 
There's a reason I've referred benefits. It's changed mm-hmm. so much and continues to change so much that I just can't keep up with all of that plus everything else that we deal with. So what would you say if they hear those buzzwords or a couple of things they can say or do to tee it up before they pick up the phone or shoot you an email and say, Clayton, I've got an opportunity for you. I'd like to get you involved with. I think more times than I can count where employers appreciate the authenticity of you saying, I don't know. And let me bring in a partner or let me find that answer for you. Mm-hmm. So they know that you you are the PNC expert. If you also come in and say you're the health expert, then they're not going to believe you. You're just the jack of all trades. So would you s- slow them down, say stop. We we have a partner in the employee benefit space that can answer all of your questions. Let's find a time. I'll reach out to them. Uh, let's find a time to meet. So I think the authentic authentic authenticness of that and saying, hey, we are able to bring the partner in, it's going to make you look better in the long run anyway, instead of you trying to talk in circles and try to make it up mm-hmm. on the spot. So I agree. with That's that. my thought. What is yours? Yeah, David? I totally agree with that. I mean, then you start getting down rabbit holes, like you answer one or two of their questions, maybe because you've got a little bit of knowledge on it. And then you just start getting way too in the weeds and you can end up causing confusion and um just going in a direction that makes them want to maybe pump the brakes a little bit and, and, and maybe you don't get to that next meeting. So I agree with that for sure. There's no reason to, like you said, try to be the Jack of all trades. It's like, it doesn't make you look better. It, you know, it, 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 there's no, there's no shame in being like, Hey, look, I do this and I do this really well. I don't really know too much about, benefits or whatever, whatever it is. Um, let's bring in an expert, somebody that we partner with that knows all the answers to your questions. That's been doing this for however long and so on. And so what, however you want to tee that up for them. Um, but I, I, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think that for me, I'm usually like, I'm probably not as polished as a lot of other people at the point of sale. Cause I just treat everybody like I would want to be treated and in, in the um, conversation is pretty informal for the most part. I try and keep it lighthearted, but I would probably just sort of chuckle it off if they start asking questions. <laughs> Look, man, I told you I got a guy. What are you asking me for? If I knew I wouldn't have mentioned him, you know, I right. mean, that's probably exactly how I would handle it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Got to tell them how to get you, man. Uh, the company CB Wood Financial. You can find us, find me on LinkedIn. We're all over there. Uh, but they, you can email me clayton.wood at cbwoodfinancial or call our office 704-830-6626. Cool deal. So listen, people, this is one of four. This guy's going to set you up to put more money in your pocket this year than you did last year. Pay attention to these because these are one of the tactical These are the tactical type sessions that really change the game. And it's with a product that not a lot of people know about or have access to. And I can't tell you, man, I've, I have been back in the day. I would do partially self-insured, self-insured plans. That's all we did with Cigna, Great West, whatever, because that's what fit in middle market. So to know that we have somebody on here, who's an expert for that 50 to 500 people, Game's fixing to change. We'll catch you next week. See ya.
You've been listening to Power Producers Shop Talk. You can follow us at the Power Producers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to take your game to the next level, check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com. Or visit Amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book, The Extra Two Minutes. 